Welcome to the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. Welcome to the Prog Talks, an interview series by the Prog Space where we will be talking to musicians in all corners of the progressive music scene. Welcome back to another episode of the Proc Talks. I'm your host, Dario. And as always, before we jump into today's topic and welcome today's guest, don't forget to get us a lovely cup of coffee. It helps us out a lot. You see, it's still uh, hot, but you can also get the cup, of course, in our merch store. Um, and now calling from the Netherlands, Abraham Sarace and Tristan Turner. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Hi, all good. Um, yeah, Abraham, you you we we had the the uh, pleasure of uh, having a really fun talk uh, before uh, a couple of years ago for the broadcast. Just looked up; it was broadcast number fifty, I think. Um, so this probably three years ago or something. Um, and a lot of ha has happened since then. And um, uh, yeah, you you played the Prog Space Online Festival, but you weren't able to play the. Prague Power Europe Festival, which was supposed to go down two years ago. Uh, the pre-party of obviously um, uh, presented by the Prague Space at the Castle de Berg. But now uh, in two weeks time, it's gonna happen like in less than two weeks from when we're recording this. Um, yeah, but so um, maybe for the new listeners that that haven't heard about you and your music maybe you can introduce uh yourself and your bandmate and uh maybe also the bandmate that's not here today and 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 tell us a little bit of what you're what kind of music you're doing well uh thank you again dario nice to talk to you i see that there's some bass there that's very cool <laughs> wasn't there last time <laughs> <laughs> First of all, yes, um, we do like a combination of modern prog stuff with alternative rock, has a little bit of post-rock, it has a little bit of garage, it's a little bit of everything, yeah? And for me, it's difficult to put like a name or like a label to this because <laughs> um, it's strange, you know? <laughs> When you create a stuff, it's like, it's, it's more difficult. Uh, Tristan has been in the banner almost from the inception of it. It's like I started looking for musicians like in January or something, 2016, and he joined us in May or something, yeah, if I remember May. correctly. Yeah. Yes. So it was going to be for the Gardener, um, the first album presentation in, uh, in Volta, in one venue here in Amsterdam. And since then, well, it's been quite a road. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Tristan can tell you from his perspective yeah I mean uh, I mean, Abraham mentioned there about like the, the, the variety of genres that have influenced him um, I am um, a little bit different I mean of course I went through my, uh, my, my dream theater phase my prog metal phase and everything but I come from a little bit more of a, 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 a pseudo bassist I went through my, my jazz phase my funk phase all that stuff I mean Flea from the Chili Peppers, as you can see up there, was a big influence. He was my first big idol. So I guess I bring a different uh, different flavor to the mix uh, to, to keep it from being, let's say, pure prog. You know, I'm the, 
and the and the hair and the ointment or something. <laughs> but um, but joining uh, Abraham, I mean, I have had about a two year hiatus before uh, I got back into uh, playing with him. And um, I, when I saw him posting that he was looking for, he had this catalog, this completed album that was finished. He just needed people to play it live. Like that sounded great. And he was like, okay, cool. I don't necessarily have to. Uh, contribute too much to the writing process. There, it felt like there was something that already had momentum and, you know, had legs. And I got there and uh, we, we tried playing it. And of course, Abraham, being the ambitious guy he is, he, he you know, he writes, rings this thing it was like freaking angel choirs, nine guitars and stuff. Like, okay, now we have to arrange this this ambitious project that he did, in, you know, all by himself, like the Prague Prince or something. And uh, now we've got to arrange it for a power trio. So that, that was a real challenge in itself. And uh, yeah, it certainly put me through my, uh, my jobs. And it was quite a, uh, yeah, quite a deep end. But uh, it's been a, a wild uh, ride. And I can't believe it's already six years now. <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there, there's been some more releases uh, in those six years uh, since The Gardener. And it's kind of a double release. Uh, we can also see the... Um, Cover artwork of one of the 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 uh, releases uh, behind Abraham. It's uh, of course Kaleidoscope of Fears, the EP first, and then uh, the one that we see behind you, Abraham, Kaleidoscope of Dreams. Um, so well, I I I I always find it really interesting uh, when we when we, you know, when I talk to bands and we're talking a little bit the last couple of albums that they did done. Um, how how they were different to 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 another for for the ones creating them how maybe the creative process was different but also how you feel maybe that the the what came out <laughs> at the end uh, maybe also had some some differences like like some different sounds to to the previous output yeah of course i mean the gardener was like more like a bedroom guy project you know <laughs> I was a bit tired of playing with many bands that they kind of reach a really decent level and they suddenly they just stop going for the further steps just because, I don't know, they were comfortable or they just got tired of it or bored. And I was like, why? You know, why stop now? You know, we have the contacts, we have the press, we have the support, we have the fans. So why stopping? What is this? And that brought me to the question of should I do like a solo thing? And the gardener was never supposed to be played live. I thought more of it like, okay, I'm gonna release music with my name and let's see what happens. So basically some months later, I got like two sponsors and people were asking, where are you gonna play this? Are you gonna to come to Spain to play this? And I was already here in the Netherlands and I was like, what is this? You know, it's like, why this doesn't happen when you have the people, you know, when you have the band. And um, then I said, well, I'm gonna look for some people and if it can work, it can work. Normally I had uh, really difficult experiences before with bandmates because so many people have many priorities and the band is more like the last one of them. So that makes it learn learning the whole songs and making the band uh, really working together, have chemistry, make it very long a very long process. But in this case, it was not like this. It's like I started playing with Igor, with the first drummer in January and in May we were playing with Tristan and it was like, Pumping Pong, and in June we already released stuff. And in October we're in Madrid, so <laughs> it was really fast. 
uh, and I was also learning how to use this electric quattro because I don't use a guitar as main instrument. I use this um, ukulele-like, if you want to, more or less to see it in a way, nylon strings, uh, distortion, delays and stuff. So it was a full <laughs> learning experience, not only with the bandmates and arranging the songs for to the trio format, but also sound-wise. And we were mentioning also last time, uh, I saw the pedal board of Tristan, that when he started in the band, he had only one pedal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's kind of substantially grown, let's say. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's been a growth process for everybody. And of course, that also shows in sound. So Gardner was more like, okay, I did everything there, recorded everything. It was more like kind of, a uh, conversation with myself that sometimes is good, but mostly is bad when you want to create um, more extensive and things that can reach more people. Mm. Because uh, having different voices saying things, oh, what about this bass sound or this bass drum is too loud or this is too strange or this is too muddy. How can we make that everybody's happy with the product, with the vision that I have, but that they also have their own vision within it. Uh, and when you make that work, it really comes like la creme de la creme, you know? <laughs> so that's what is the idea. A little bit in the next EPs, like a kaleidoscope of fears and dreams, I was more or less like the architect. I put everything more or less in motion and I send the stuff to Tristan and to Igor, like, okay, what do you think about this? And of course, uh, to my surprise, it's like, all those phrases became even more complex. <laughs> so it's like everybody had their own uh, perception of it. And of course, enriches the music. The fun, fun, funny thing is because I um, already yesterday, I um, recorded the upcoming episode for next week with Christian Ayala from uh, Avandra. And he had like a very, very similar experience. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's typical, you know, like uh, you have like one person that is composing a lot of things, but maybe this person that composes a lot of things doesn't have other skill sets that other members of the band can contribute to and benefactorally make everything bigger and more real, you know, because like, let's say my, my lane is that the composition and then I do some tech stuff like engineering, but this is not really something that I enjoy. What I enjoy is composing music. So Tristan does other stuff. Yeah, if I'll, I'll jump in. I mean, like, uh, well, I mean, you're, you're too modest to say it, but I mean, of course, it's, it's clear. Your name is on the band, so that says it says a lot about it. But you, but every band does need a motor, and and Abraham is definitely that. But he is uh, he's also like a good. I don't want to say manager, but uh, he's he's a good leader in the sense that. He mentioned there that he he's willing to uh, to let people express themselves freely and and do things like very few people would put up with half the shit I do, but Abraham actively encourages it sometimes more more effects more of this. I mean he's he's probably one of the first guys who's told me to, to play more as a bassist, which is you know which is a rare thing. So you can see why I'm, I'm hanging around for this band, but. Uh, <laughs> But it's true, and 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 yeah, Abraham might give like the the, the guidelines or whatever, but or, or like the like the was it you know the, the paint by numbers. He'll do he'll give you the outline, but you can choose the color paint or something or whatever uh, whatever whack analogy you want to use. <laughs> yeah, for me it's a little bit like what's the point of getting like a 
top bases and telling him how to play the stuff. It makes no sense, you know? <laughs> I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's like it makes no sense. It's the same like I play drums, I play bass, I enjoy those instruments, but I'm not a bassist or a drummer. I'm not like my 10,000 hours on just a snare drum. I'm not that guy. Uh, I like enjoying playing different instruments. It kind of helps me to compose stuff, to internalize the way how the instrument displays his parts and be a little bit more comprehensive of his own process. But uh, it's not my thing to go there and rudiment thing, bring, bring, bring. no. <laughs> and when you're a specialist in something, it shows because it's like, ah, this fits perfectly with this. And I would never come to that uh, conclusion. So it's good to have people that do things better than you in other stuff. Yeah, you, you just you just mentioned the drums. So um, uh, it's a trio. There's two people here. Uh, maybe you can introduce the current drummer for the Abraham Sarachi band. Yeah, the thing is that today we had a rehearsal for the power thing. And so he had to drive all the way back to Germany. Otherwise, he would have been here. We are a bit tired. We are three hours there. Jan Kort is our current drummer. And yeah, it's been also like a blessing for a year. We've been like playing together and he's very dedicated and uh, no complaints so far. It's just uh, a matter of time, you know. When the music is as complex as what we do, um, it takes time to, to make it flow in the right way, you know, that you don't have to think about things. Oh, here comes the difficult part. Or here comes that, here comes that, that it's just like you sit and you play. You can play it asleep or drunk or whatever, and it works. <laughs> and it takes time to do that. So I think that finally we're reaching that point with Jan, what is uh, pretty impressive because for um, all the drummers, he had the worst part, you know, three CDs to learn. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same to learn eight songs, nine songs, or learn 20. Yeah, I mean, I mean but before Jan joined, you uh, you played the Generation Prog, uh, not Generation Prog, the, the Prog Space online festival. Um, so how was that? How was that experience for you? As funny, funnily enough, uh, Avandra also played uh, the Prog Space Online Festival. So uh, it, it is so cool to see bands that we had on our festival now going to the real stage on, at Prog Power. <laughs> Not only those two. <laughs> um, so yeah, how 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 was that for you? Um, and how did it feel for you as an artist, like during this time where you where the uh, opportunities uh, were very, very limited if if they were there at all to play really live. Um, how was it to 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 experience that um, online um, with like fans watching and commenting and you maybe seeing yourself play <laughs> on the screen? Yeah, it's, it's very different. It's very different. I really like the fact of the chat. But I couldn't catch up with everybody. It was so many people writing at the same time. It was crazy. Yeah, and it was like I was replying to somebody from five minutes ago. So I kind of got lost in the whole thing. Some people I couldn't even reply. It's very challenging. It's like uh, some kind of moderator, social media moderator there on the video. Very difficult. But in general, I mean, it was a good experience because we were like, yeah, everybody was stopped, hard stopped from playing, from doing anything. That year, particularly, we had big plans to go to Spain, uh, to go to the UK, 
uh, we had uh, Melvec here in Amsterdam, and uh, we had the Prague Power Europe. So it was like, okay, now what's going to happen with all that? What's going to happen with all those uh, fly tickets and uh, hotel rooms and stuff? So you have like a bunch of vouchers because that's what the airlines gave you. <laughs> so uh, let's say that that festival was a little bit of rate of light, you know, totally. in a way for us. And in that moment, we were playing with Danny because he was learning the songs just in case we could play any of the shows that would come. And yeah, he was very kind to, to join us for that um, festival. And yeah, it was cool. I think it sounded very good. I think you can see that we were like really wanting to play, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you can still like like uh, for you listeners out there, you can still go uh, to our YouTube channel, or maybe you're watching this on our YouTube channel. Check out uh, the Abraham Sarachi set and all the other cool sets in our uh, online festivals from the last two years. Um, but I, th I think you just mentioned uh, Melkweg in Amsterdam, um, and that uh, finally took place um, by now. How was that? I, I leave Tristan to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, it, it was killer. I mean, it, I make the joke that, like, of course, we were booked in 2020. We know what happened. Kicked to 2021. We know what happened. Finally, we got, you know, third time lucky. And it's not often you get to play the Melkbeth for the first time three times. But, uh, <laughs> but it, was, it, was, it was, yeah, it was, it was killer. And it, it really, it's a bit of a mecca um, to, to, to have played there. And, um, yeah, I mean... Uh, to, to, to slightly diverge and go back, I mean, the, the Prog Space online uh, festival was fantastic to do, and it was the highlight uh, gig-wise of the year. Um, it really, it, it was a new experience, of course. Um, like, yeah, online bands and online streams, it really quite wasn't a thing. I mean, we're talking on Zoom right now. Zoom wasn't really <laughs> a thing before March 2020, right? So it was it was cool to try these new things and and... Yeah, uh, and it's kind of given birth to uh, almost a, a subsect of like online bands, like because uh, of course you know the internet's really uh, broken down barriers that way. But it was a the, the prog space was a fantastic thing. But you know it's, it's it's sounds stupid to say, but or obvious to say rather, there's nothing like playing live for people in front of you. You know, and we had the roarus roaring at us between every song. Uh, the Melchbach, and it was just, and I can't wait to, to to play for some of those guys again at, at Prog Power um, this month. It's just around, around the corner. I, um, I, know, I know exactly who you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And they know who they are too. And it's it's it's, it's uh, you know that that's grateful. Like they're the people that make it worthwhile. So uh, they they knew who they are. So thank you for that. But uh, no, Melchbach was just, yeah, it's incredible. And again, you've been playing literally in your bedroom for years you know and not being able to go outside so to 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 you know play that low b string through fucking one of the best pas in in, in the country was just yeah it felt like the weight had been worth it yeah Wonderful. it was very nice it was very sharp very sharp sound and and the lights uh we were very lucky the whole team there the whole crew was really professional everybody did the best i mean we don't have any complaint with that from stage manager to engineer, everything was very sharp. Yeah. So of course that shows, you know, that shows in the show when you just worry about your performance. Yeah. So yeah, it was great. 
Wonderful. But yeah, now now coming up in less than two weeks, um, when this episode is going to drop, it's only 10 days, I think. Um, The Prog Paw Europe pre-party. Yes. Um, And you have uh, prepared uh, something a little bit different for that, right? Yes. An acoustic (laughs) version of the three albums. (laughs) <laughs> arranging prog metal or hard prog rock for a three-piece acoustic uh, band. It's, it's, it's a challenge. Um, I mean, uh, Abraham, feel free to, to jump in if I'm, I'm <laughs> misinterpreting it. But I mean, there's many from, I'm going to speak from a bassist perspective. Um, I find that I'm, there's lots of acoustic gigs and acoustic bands, but then you see the bassist and they're playing an electric bass. And they might, and, and I'm kind of done. I've, I've been there before and not in bands from previous years where you do acoustic sets and they're basically just the exact same song bust out on an acoustic guitar. And it doesn't have the same dynamic. So what I really like is with, with this upcoming set, uh, Prog Power, with uh, sponsored by the Prog Space, um, <laughs> is uh, that, that we really are reinterpreting the arrangements and actually making them the best versions of themselves giving a little bit more space, slowing them down in parts, speeding up. Uh, and it's really fun. And also, uh, I didn't want to be one of those bases I mentioned before where you're playing just an electric bass behind an acoustic guitar. I'm I'm all in. So I'm going to use that. Uh, there. <laughs> the beauty of there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Um, so, so rather than like, take the easy way, which I could do with like, you know, an electric bass, I'm going to play my six-string fretless acoustic just, you know, to make life more difficult than it already is. So this is going to be fun. But about with, from Abraham's perspective, uh, of course, I know the sound of uh, Abraham Sarace has been, the, the quattro has been one of like the, the main features and selling points, but uh, he's actually going to play guitar, which is, you know, the first time I've, uh, I've, I've seen Abraham play guitar ever was just a few months ago, which is kind of weird. Yeah, because uh, the gardener was mainly composed uh, with guitar, with acoustic guitar. And uh, then I want to have also that um, great and low end that I had recorded there. So I say, okay, very cool. Let's do the two kaleidoscope uh, with quattro, with electroacoustic quattro that I made precisely just for this concert made. It's a custom uh, instrument just arrived from Colombia like one month ago. So yeah, very, very nice. You, 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 you have it? You have it? Somewhere yes, you can, can I'm, you gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna just pick it up. Uh, All right. It, it was it was Christmas Day for him when it arrived. Like in, in the in the band group chat, he was sharing like every little thing, like the guys apply this tiny little bit of sandpaper and this new photo in the group. It was it's no exaggeration to say it's his baby. So it's uh, it's a big deal. <laughs> so first of all, how cool is this? You get your own <laughs> custom made logo thing in the oh I don't see I ah, hear. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, 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 there we go, there we go, the logo, nice. Uh, in this, in the case, and then let me open this guy. So, yeah, wonderful. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that's a really weird effect with the <laughs> with the yeah, artwork so coming through. <laughs> yeah, but, but I th- for instance, but, you can see. 
Let me see. We, we, we no, can't I, see. No, sorry. Jesus. <laughs> it's literally the only thing we can't see, Abraham. It's okay. your, your nails look great, though. So. Yeah, pretty cool, right? Like it, <laughs> you, you get to see it at Rock Power, right? So yeah. gotta, gotta yeah. come along to see it then. Yeah, it's strange because yeah. I think the filter kind of interprets my face and doesn't. Yeah, a, I mean, we can't see the body. Yeah, yeah, but and, and, the, and then and then the the uh, the neck is just invisible. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very nice instrument uh, made with Ebony Krelikan from Cameroon, and it has a lot of nice details uh, made of abalone like um, shell. So it's really nice, and it has uh, uh, a Fishman microphone that is like a matrix. So I have the piezo in the bridge. And I have one internal condenser microphone inside the instrument, so you can blend in the sound very good. So really, a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. He's happy with it. Um, so yeah, for the Prox Space Online Festival, uh, you um, you released uh, this as an EP later, as a as a live in studio EP, which is really cool. A couple of bands did that, and we're really happy to 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 see them. Um, use that stuff that they recorded for the festival also for a for a little in-between release like the stranger from australia is doing now um or elo did with their uh, uh ep um and um yeah is there any plans for this special proc power appearance to to um record it and maybe release it later the idea is to record it, but if it's gonna be an official release or something, I don't know. It's uh, you know what happens that uh, when you play places or things that are important to you, and you don't have a crew to take care of all the stuff, you put a lot of pressure into you, <laughs> and that pressure shows in the performance. You know, <laughs> you're like thinking the recording and the guy and the camera and stuff. So when this happens, I prefer to just. Take it easy, you know, take it easy. Okay. It's like, let's record. And if something pops out good or something is worth having it there, like for posterity's sake, mm -hmm. then good, then let's release it. But yes, I the idea is to have like a video and a audio recorded. Cool. And uh, yeah, apart from that, I mean, that's a, that's a acoustic uh, re renditions of, of, of older stuff as you mentioned as you explained um what about new stuff uh, what like completely uh completely new stuff is there anything coming up um or in the, in the pipeline no 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 ah, just, okay. apart from concert and everything just like looking into the future <laughs> yes there are there are some stuff uh i mean i've been working in new demos since 2000 end of 2019 but I started more seriously when the corona kicked in. So I had more time. And at that moment, I was already out of the this time frame that I thought it was going to be something short. <laughs> you know, the whole corona lockdown. We all thought so it was I, three weeks, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. So I thought, okay, let's try to see what happens. I'm going to plug stuff in and check. And uh, some nice ideas came out. We actually have rehearsed already two songs, two or three songs, three songs of the new material. And to see how they interact with each 
musician and how does it sounds live, you know? Because many people tend to now like compose everything in the computer, you know? We have everything programmed and whatever. And then, yeah, you go play that live and it sounds strange. You know, <laughs> it just doesn't sound the same. And I don't want to have that, you know, in a way. Um, for instance, Gardener that was composed in a, like in a bedroom or a laptop or whatever, or was just me playing the stuff and then just recording layer layer, was a different situation. But here we have a bassist, we have a drummer, we have capable people, you know? So it's like, uh, let's see what each one of them can add and then rehearse the songs, learn the songs, add the small details, and then we will record. Because I want to get that like more organic band sound and you don't get that unless you play the songs and you feel the pain, you know? We've had the benefit of, of uh, I mean, we're talking now 2017, 18, 19, where we've had, we've, we've, we've had EPs where we've not gigged the songs and EPs where we've gigged the songs. And when you, when you play a song live, new things come out, you know, you're, you're, you're fucking around and maybe some, uh, you, you create something beautiful. So that's like going back to what Abraham said, it's really, uh, beneficial to do so so we'll we'll absolutely do that and i know that for many fans of bands like it's almost like the worst words you can hear is like here's a new song that we've been working on and you're like oh, no, no shit but it's <laughs> it's it's the it's the best thing for a band because you truly uh creatively like blend when you do that so it's uh yeah and we look forward to, to doing that hopefully uh gigging a few of the new songs before we even get them down uh recorded yeah, let's see how that goes, because uh, I've been willing to release this new city that already has like a concept. It's going to be called, and a name is going to be called A Book of Regrets. Um, and it's basically regrets of people that are dying or things at the end of the, your life that you didn't do and you highly regret. I um, During the pandemic, <laughs> I was reading and reviewing all this material. I realized there are people... Um, like really um, digging in this kind of information, you know, like kind of like, okay, what happens? There are books about it. There are video games about it. And I was like, okay, this sounds really like my kind of thing. <laughs> so I'm going to make like a album record that represents this kind of things, you know, like um, I regret not working that much or taking more time for the things that I really like, being true to myself uh, love the people that love me back, you know, showed my feelings, this kind of things. It's really important information, really important uh, things that we as people should embrace more, you know, and not wait until the end of times to take action. Wonderful. That, that was the perfect uh, statement here. Um, Thank you so much, Abraham and Tristan, for taking the time uh, to uh, have this little chat here on the Proc Talks. It was wonderful. I can't wait to to see you guys live um, on uh, Thursday, September 29th uh, yes. in the Castel de Bergt in Barlow. Pre-party Proc Power Europe presented by the Proc Space. Um, you guys out there, um, don't forget to check out Abraham Serrache's uh, socials and follow him everywhere. You're going to find the links somewhere on the screen and also in the description, as always. And also, uh, if you haven't done so already, please like and subscribe to our channels, The Proc Space. The links can be found everywhere as well, as always. And also, don't forget 
our cool merch that you can get in our merch store or get us a cup of coffee. Helps out a lot um, to keep this thing going. Until next time, that was really cool. Take care of yourselves and your loved ones and keep spreading the prog love. The Prog Talks, produced by the Prog Space. Main host, Rune Belsvik-Reynos. Produced by Rune Belsvik-Reynos, Vanessa and Matthias Kirsch. All graphics and animations by Vanessa Kirsch. Intro theme by Giuseppe Negri. Outro theme by Zach Munovitz. This was the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. See you in a week.